listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys rewatch Sex and the City with you. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And we are going to be floating through the new series, rewatching with you. <laughs> Please get a warm tea or a, a, a cold press, get a blanket. And curl up right now with something comfortable and something emotional. Like a Nicholas Sparks novel or, or Friday Night Lights, the TV show that you can watch after you watch Sex and maybe, the City. Maybe you're in a bathtub full of Epsom salts. <laughs> so, so much content these days can be stressful to listen to. We want the Bradshaw Boys to be a time of peace relaxation and comfort as we go through the series <sighs> together <sighs> breathe in, in the blue and out the red <sighs> breathe out the red <sighs> in through the nose and out through the mouth <sighs> clear your chakras and get ready end up doing asmr intros in our new rewatch <laughs> that's just like what we do now i think that's like we're we're, just, po- <laughs> we're, we're post information and just we're we're completely into ASMR. We're we're out of the head and into the body these days. That's right. Yeah. We we bring such we just never know what sort of energy that we are going to bring <laughs> to this podcast and we want ourselves centered so that we can center all of our insights to to bring you joy and Speaking peace. of insights, Kevin, could you um read the last text that you sent my wife and <laughs> text find it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna read it without any context first. Okay. This is which this is what said, Katie woke up to um in the in the morning. It it I the last text I sent to John's wife Katie just said, have fun eating out Vaxi Girl. <laughs> Oh, and gosh. who's vaxi girl and why is katie eating her out now <laughs> i looked at that this morning i was like going searching for a text and then i saw that the last text that i sent her was have fun eating out vaxi girl and i was like <laughs> why would i s- what horrific thing am i sending to john's wife my friend katie and then i realized that what i was trying to do we were talking about how she was going to uh going to get dinner and for the first uh, time in a year and for the I, first time in a year, cause she was able to get the vaccine mm-hmm. and that was our conversation before. And so I literally was trying to say like, have fun getting dinner vaccinated person. And then, <laughs> and instead I just like sent it off real quick, like have fun eating out vaxi girl. <laughs> and I didn't even know what I meant later. I was just like, what? Oh my funny gosh. Thing is, is what that says about you. Because like you are the type of person that just out of the blue would be like, have fun jerking off Jungle John. Just like, be like, what the hell are you talking about? And be like, you I, were being rude and you you were going to Zaire. It's like, you're drunk. It's just like, it makes sense. Kevin like, is very yeah, big. Duh. Kevin, Kevin is in this, this only comes out of like a positivity thing, but you're, you're very big on giving things nicknames and trying to establish them, but you don't ever tell the other people what the nicknames are first. <laughs> so like one time you and I were meeting up and I was coming from Manhattan and I used to live by this one stop, which is the Barclays Center stop. It used to be called Atlantic Pacific way back in the day before the Barclays Center was built. And I'm on a downtown train being like, where do we meet? And just given it says, yeah, dog, meet at pack. And I was like... <laughs> Where am I getting off the train? Where's PAC? I was like, what? And it just said all caps PAC. Yeah. And I was like, is that a college action committee? Is that what am I doing? I just did you mean Pacific? Uh, I think he meant Pacific because the station used to be called Atlantic Pacific. I think in general, I was just six years after they tore that station down and rebuilt the <laughs> basketball. Yeah, I think I just desire 
authentic, close connections with people and you do. N- not, not things that, and I don't have the patience to build them. So I just want to, I just want to <laughs> jump straight to intimacy. <laughs> just be like, I'll, Hey man. Yeah. Speaking of intimacy, Kevin and I, we got some steps in yesterday. We went out for a walk. Oh man. I got steps with both my boys. We just, yeah, you did. You, you, you cheated on me with Corey. You got some steps with Corey yeah, we too. Got, we got, we got a little hour long nighttime step in last night. I walked directly <laughs> from our steps to Corey's house. Got some steps in with him, bro. Look on your phone right now and see how many steps you got yesterday. <clears throat> um, I don't, I don't use that. I should though. Well, you can oh. just still look. I'm gonna check I think out it, my steps. I, I think it tracks you, you no matter what. How many steps did you did you oh. walk on on Sunday, March seventh? Is it on health? Um, it's on health. Dude, yeah, fifteen thousand three hundred was my step count. Whoa! Today, oh, that's my favorites. I was like, I didn't get that many today. Why does it give you a favorites? My favorite step is like nine thousand eight hundred sixty-seven steps. That's my favorite steps to walk. Uh, what? How do? How do you, I don't know how you find it though. This is a fascinating Whoa. podcast content. 25,000 steps. You did 25K yesterday, Cap? Yeah. Woo. Dang, bro. How would 24, you get? 24,826. I did a little roundup. I want to be honest here. Hey, that's fine, dude. That's a lot. Dude, I was stepping. Dude, it's like counting steps became like yeah. just out of the middle of nowhere. It's like my mom had like, uh, like a Garmin or a, what's the thing that everyone, like all the moms have Fitbit. Yeah, Fitbit. Fitbit. How, how and much is a like, Fitbit? I, such a f- Fitbit is such a Miranda device. Yeah, yeah. It's a complete Miranda device because she has to have it like, because her, her like firm started a thing where it's like, all right, if you guys get this many, then like you'll get a free coffee card for the place downstairs. And so she like tries to, power walk her steps when she's mad at Steve so that she can get more free coffee or something like that. But I feel like she would have an Apple watch and a Fitbit. (laughs) Probably so. Right. Like how long do you think she hung on to a Blackberry before she switched over everyone in the world switched to iPhone? Ooh, that's a good question. Everyone in the world besides one. Her? What? Um, I I I don't get it. Some people just still have Blackberries. Ah, some, ah, some people saying. just like some people are just BlackBerry fans. Do you remember? Dude, you remember BBM? That was the BB, greatest. BBM was like that was the reason that people. BBM was the reason that people would not give up their iPhones because it was essentially like iMessage, right? You talking about like, Big Bone Tom's brother, Big Bone Mike? <laughs> <laughs> he he would eat just bear he'd eat bear claws all the time when he went on a Miranda. Yeah, yeah. Really. BBM was the first thing that had the like the red sign. Like it would have the check mark, like kind of how WhatsApp is now. Uh, And I remember that was like psychologically at the time, it just seemed like such a positive thing. And now it's just something that can drive you nuts. This is a, this is a good question. All right. 2021, you have, you have the four women in sex and city. What phones do they have? Ooh, right now. Yeah. Charlotte's just got Charlotte has the newest big iPhone in like a colorful case. Yeah, but I could also see her having the one that doesn't have three cameras, but it's got like one or two, and and it's like a it's like like a new one. But what I feel like she would take iPad pictures at her kids like. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Charlotte is totally an iPad picture taker. Completely. If I'm at a wedding and someone's ripping iPad photos, I'm. I just want to get to know that person so bad, dude. I love it, especially like an old iPad, so Uh it's like enormous. Uh, they're just blocking everyone's view with their big yeah. old pad. Carrie has a broken. Carrie has a, a shattered screen iPhone for sure. I don't know which model, but mm. she definitely has a cracked screen and yeah, still doesn't totally. have a case. Okay. Um, Samantha has the pop up thing on the back and is very savvy with how she holds it. Oh, like the pop socket thing, and pop yeah, and I bet. It, and also, it's probably like a metal pop socket, like one of those ones. It's like brushed rose gold or something like that. Miranda, no, it's, had, it's a it's a penis, and she just yes. like puts her hand behind <laughs> two the two balls, balls. Like, like that see through <laughs> hands. Miranda yeah. has a light phone because she uh because she leaves her phone at home during the weekends because she's on it so much. <laughs> oh, what's a light phone? Light it's, phone it's is like that? A, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's I was cut you I off. think it's a phone it is, that but... like connects to your iPhone, but it's just phone and message, so you yeah. can't like access social media or anything. So the point yeah. is like people like. There's no apps, especially now on their phones all the time for work. They like just pull out the light phone on the weekends or nights or whatever. Yeah. It's weird. Is it popular? Is it doing well? It's it's the kind of, 
it's sold out. They've yeah. had it for they've had it around for years, and I always hear people talking about it, but I've never known anyone that's. Had, it's always the kind of thing that's people talk about. Where they're like, "I think I'm going to get that light phone thing." I just, I just feel like I'm on my phone too much, and then they never get it. They just keep mm. posting to Instagram stories all the time. But it's uh, it costs like two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. I think. Do you Something think like they're going to continue to regress and just do mobile rotary phones? <laughs> <laughs> it's three hundred dollars. They should. They, yeah, they, they, um, they added an, a media player. So it's like an original iPod. Uh, it used to, yeah. it used to just be text and call and you could only have a certain number of numbers in it, I think at one point too. And they've, they've kind of upgraded it to be like a very streamlined smartphone. It kind of looks like a touch ver. it kind of looks like the iPhone five with a little iPod built into it. You can still listen to podcasts on it though. So for all you light light phone listeners, you can still listen to the, hey, the Bradshaw boys. The boys, the boys will be on your light phone. Trust me. Ooh. It's um, so funny. You're saying Miranda would have a light phone? Yeah, because Steve's fed up with how mu- how much she's on her phone during the week. Yeah, that's like yeah. a yeah, that's like a concession they right. make where it's like Sa- Saturdays is light phone day, Miranda. You know right. that. Come on. Here's a tricky one that I don't know the answer to. I think I might. What kind of phone does Stanford have? Oh, good one. I think that's. I think he's got an iPhone. I, I think he's got an iPhone with a funny blinged out case. Okay. I I feel like most of them would have iPhones. It's so funny. There used to be so much variety. I know. And now it's just like. I mean, he seems like he just seems like a small phone type person. Like he doesn't seem like. Uh, Maybe he has just like the iPhone four and with the old iOS and he's like, Mm. he's like, I don't want to update this. Mm -hmm. You know, he just seems like a person that like has like a small phone. I think it's like the way he like stands is always like very like, yeah, very like closed in. Um, so what, what are we doing? What are we doing tonight? We're watching (laughs) female sex. Power of female sex. I don't remember this one based off the title alone this um, one this one has amelita in it this is ah. the one that has amelita and carrie meets her and gets her shoes is this the one where carrie walks into the sky at the end that's the power know. of this female sex this is the one where <laughs> carrie um goes out with the guy and she wakes up and there's just cash on the table right yes yeah ah, she okay. wakes up there's cash on the table she wonders if like she has been treated like a high-class prostitute or something mm-hmm. like that yeah um hmm. yeah yeah That's i mean it. i feel like this is one we'll have to pay like a lot of attention to fashion because they right out of the gates they're they like they're meeting in a store where carrie can't afford the purchase that she's making is she like at chanel or something like that uh mm. Don't her and Amelita go shoe shopping and something happens? Is that what happens at the beginning? That's where like she 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 sees Amelita for the first time because Carrie like her credit. I think her credit. I mean, we'll we'll find out in a couple minutes. But I think like her credit card's not working or something like that. Um, can I just say before we go watch the episode, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we are doing everything we can to uh, to get uh, it, your input on all these episodes, um, and so. We have tons of polls and questions um, from our Instagram, um, and we have so much good information which we can go through. Like, just a good example that we can talk about later is Amelita is uh, Euro trash or fun, and we have the votes in of what you all think, and we'll tell you Ooh. tell you that after. And we mm. have all kinds of responses like, "Would you rather be with Carrier Amelita?" And Wait, is that is that mm. something that they talk about in the show? Are they your, is she your trash or fun? Or is that something that we just pulled out of left field? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do we just call her Euro trash on our yeah, Instagram for fun? Like, we think Amelia <laughs> is Euro trash. Let's take a poll and see if she's Euro trash. Uh, or is fun, Debbie man. a complete bitch or hot? <laughs> <laughs> is that in the episode? No, we just, no. And, the, just... Answer, and an, the answer, by the way, is hot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have all those. That'd be super nice. So follow our Instagram. In order to um, 
use all that stuff so we can talk about all that stuff. So that's just right. so that when you hear that, um, we don't record these like the day before necessarily. So just follow our Instagram and always vote on that stuff. And you can be involved in all of these wonderful discussions. That's right. Also, we have said this before, but uh, the you know we're doing the full rewatch. The other episodes are on our Patreon, so this is episode five. Episode six will also be out this week on the Patreon. So to listen to the full rewatch, you can check it out on Patreon for five dollars a month. You get twice the episodes, and it, I I would say stuff gets even goofier on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're pretty buttoned it's up the total, on the normal feed. But goof it doesn't totally get goofy. It gets exactly how. It gets when we're about to watch the episode, which is very relaxed and very in a good mm. space to enjoy television <sighs> and feel at peace so that we can enjoy the storytelling That's right. of the four women <sighs> and the fifth character, New York, New York City. The most relaxing place of them all. Everyone, please enjoy <sighs> season one. Episode 5, The Power of Female Sex. (sighs) Goodbye. Episode 5, The Power of Female Sex. Carrie bumps into international party girl Amelita and her latest man who in turn introduces her to a French architect. After a one-night stand, Carrie is shocked to find he has left her $1,000 on the bedside table. Samantha tries to get a reservation at New York's hottest new restaurant, Balzac. Charlotte meets Neville Morgan, a renowned artist who paints pictures of her vagina for his latest exhibition. And now, back to the boys. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making Just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros, two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Brav Bros. Good job. We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to think about the life of the person at the center of the news story? They were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here's a little, uh, hey, we ended that episode with a little big bad voodoo daddy. Yeah, that's right. You know, oh, okay. I thought maybe. It's so funny when you guys do this because I can't hear the music. Oh, I yeah, you can't the hear what music doing. in the beginning. I can't hear the music now. So <laughs> well, I just played I'm just a little. Happy. I just I'm happy to be here. Sw- I played a little swing music intro for you right there. I thought oh, it was perfect. I thought it was a reference. I I was gonna Google it, but I thought maybe it was Cherry Poppin' Daddies and it was a vagina restaurant. Or uh, not restaurant. Uh, speaking of a vagina, vagina restaurant reference. Hey, Kevin, Kevin all about the vagina restaurant with uh, hey, with Vaxi Girl. Go down yeah. go eating out Vaxi Girl at the vagina restaurant. Um no, it was it was actually uh it was Big Bad Voodoo Daddy because that same song is in Swingers, the movie it Swingers. Is in Swingers. <laughs> yeah. Hey Scotty, yeah, what's it gonna be? Remember when Bur- swing music burger was is also in Swingers? Burger, oh yeah, Burger's one of the main dudes in Swingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was a good episode. That was that was I had forgotten how insanely packed that episode is. Like we walked into that being like, oh yeah, Amelita, but that episode, so many memorable things happened. Amelita. Yeah. Carrie walks into thin air. That happens in that episode. Mir- Miranda bows up on on Skipper for no reason. <laughs> She's just like, dude, she treats that guy so poorly, man. It's terrible. She makes fun of him so much. Like when he yeah, when he comes over to the house and she's just like, Get the fuck out of my way, man. What are you doing? And I'm just like, yeah. come on, Skip. Yeah. It's crazy uh, okay. how much of a main character Skipper is, too. Like Skipper is yeah. in every episode. In the yeah, first season, you, you forget about that. 
He's he's there more than maybe this was like contract stuff because we talked to Willie Garson about this, but he's he's in it more than Willie Garson definitely. Like yeah. he's he's all over. He's definitely like he's the other guy that you're probably wondering if you're watching this when it came out. Like, oh, I don't know if this guy and Miranda are going to end up, but like Skipper's going to be a part. Of it. He's always going to be dipping in. Something's going to be going on. He's going to be stressed out. Well, it yeah. makes it makes sense as it goes on that that he's not in it later because there's lots of people that it's like, Oh yeah, we spent, I mean, he's, he's basically like burger. Like he spends as much, as much time as we do with like burger. But when you're establishing the beginning of something, you're like, you neither do they, but you don't know like who's going to be there forever or not. You know, my question about Skipper though, is like, is like burger is a fling for, (laughs) um, Carrie who she meets through her, her, uh, publisher. But like, Carrie and Skipper must have been pretty close friends. I mean, if he's coming over to her house all the time, he's like hanging out as she's changing clothes. Like they must have had a pretty significant. I looked out for a wandering eye. He was he was in Miranda Land when she was when she was naked. Skipper, that was a super interesting thing. Is yeah, there's no wandering eye, no wandering eye, and no no batting an eye by Carrie about changing in front of Skipper. Like she's just like throwing on a shirt with her walking around in her bra, and there's. And it's not like Carrie is, you know, an exhibitionist or anything. It's just that mm-hmm. they are just close platonic friends. And I just like, I then, mean, I wonder, like, I wonder, I just want to know their backstory. I want to know. That would have been awesome if he was just like, I'm just <clears throat> in love with Miranda. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with this person. I can't get her off my mind. Hey, uh, why are you doing that? Can I see your boobs real quick? <laughs> no, we're friends. Okay. Well, okay. I figured I'd ask. So, anyways, I just Back can't stop thinking about Miranda. If not your boobs, <laughs> what about your cunt? Because apparently yeah. that's a word that we use a lot. Dude, yeah, it's so they funny. Throw that around. It's you. It's the charm that they do it in the UK makes it easier to hear all the time. Oh. But it's like in even in this context, you're just like, "Ooh, that's quite a word." I even use it occasionally in like humorous ways i don't think i've ever used it in like a mean way um but it's just it's one of those words that it 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 hits the ears in in quite a way you know it's one of those words where they talk about i never watched there's a thing on netflix about like the history of swear words which i never watched it's really good i watched the first three episodes it's it's super interesting well, I bet I wonder if they talk about the the way those words are constructed because like a like that is a word that has like it's got like a hard consonant at the front oh, yeah. and the back and it just like it it feels like you have power saying it, you know? Yeah. The crazy not- thing that I learned the this is the quick and dirty of that show is that swearing actually increases your pain tolerance. Really? Yeah. So like the the mm. more you swear, the more pain you can withstand. They did it with the old ice ice water test, like holding your your hand in ice water. So is it because you? It's because it gives you some sort of release by using those words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and those words themselves hold power. It's not like you're just saying like strawberry, mm-hmm. strawberry. Like right. you're really yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting the way people feel about language like that because. Now it's so much more, um, you know, when you're growing up, like every family has different rules as to like what you can say and what the line is and everything. But then the older you get, the more you realize like everyone that you know swears at some point. So it's one of those things that is like similar to smoking or booze or any other vice that it's like people have just these different, uh, these different, whatever, um, I don't know, different amounts of what they use it. And then you find yourself using it at different times. That's why it was abrasive for him to just be like, yes, it's the cunt. It's like, whoa. But if there'd be other times where you'd hear that guy say it and it wouldn't come off as crazy, but it was like that it was so casual. You like, you know, when someone misses a goal and is in his favorite premier league team, he's like, oh, fucking cunt. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're fucking Dude, it is so great when you just when you hear like the fun loving way they call people cunts in UK is so great. <laughs> it's just so it's just so playful and so not packed with the intense. Do we have anything like that? Do we have a word like that there where like people in UK are like the great way that Americans call each other? I don't know. Like slap dick, pickle dick. Like what is it? Or that, maybe is, just we... dick in general. Like is it just like oh that guy? No, but no one really, no one lovingly is like oh he's my best dick. 
Like that doesn't really exist. <laughs> Kevin, he's my main dick. Kevin's my he's good my dick. <laughs> I'm a detective. Um, <laughs> he's a very, yeah. He's a very private. He's a private dick. Huh. A private dick walk down the street. I am your main dick. <laughs> John, um, we were playing music again. Oh, great. Yeah, once I think, you had, uh, I'm just like, how come shit gets weird every single time? <laughs> I'm um I'm I'm happy for uh, Charlotte to express herself that way. Mm-hmm. You know what? Listen, wait, while we're on uh while we're on Skipper, let's just mm-hmm. uh this is a good in because we have a really great insta discussion and poll on Skipper that I yeah. feel like could be a good <clears throat> jump off for him. So our poll was do you typically like nice guys like Skipper mm-hmm. Johnston? Mm-hmm. 25%. 284 people said no, yes, or said yes. 869 people said no, 75%. Okay, wow. So, so a lot of people said a lot of people said they don't like nice guys like Skipper. Yeah, don't like nice guys. But then here is Skipper is, though too nice. Like here's, he's, he's this like, is this is what we got. That's awesome. He's not a nice guy. He's a pushover. Big difference. That was someone's response. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think they were answering the question more, do you like someone like Skipper or do you like nice? Because I consider myself a nice guy. I think I'm, I think we're all like all three of us are nice. Yeah. I would say we're all, we're, we're, you know what, we're, we're, we're someone's best dick. You know, anyone's going to be like, he's a good dick. Like, I feel like nice guys for bringing that goes along with like, I feel like parents of significance would really like us, you know, they would like enjoy I think we've, I think we, I think we've all been, had the, the, the happy privilege to be, have been come from like, you know, great families. Our parents mm-hmm. like were, you know, did a great job. We've, we've had some good friends. Um, yeah. I think that, I think that we are three nice, nice dudes. Nice job. Yeah, so like, uh, I don't know if we would all, but I think that the big thing is like, Oh, he's not a nice guy. He's a pushover. The next, another person said yes. he's too clingy and too young. And it said, maybe we all dated a skipper, which I'm guessing mm. like, maybe that's a thing that mm. women go through, you know, early on where you like date a guy that's like super clingy and young. I mean, he is, well, I will say this. He is pretty clingy. You're mm-hmm. also, when you're saying nice, like people are saying different things because you can be, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Because I think like when, uh, you know, it, it's on like, you go between like nice guy being like really polite and you're, you're thinking like Ned Flanders or like someone like <laughs> smoking a cigarette and just being like, just be like, I'm busy, bitch, yeah. you know? And it's like, and the hottest guy ever. And it's like, no, it's not that. Like what you want with any person, it's sexy to be do like it's sexy to be polite and nice and pursue someone. And it's also sexy. That's to not a great just be book like, title. I, I, it's sexy to be polite. It's sexy. to be polite. Please. <laughs> can I lick your cunt? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. With sugar on top. <laughs> and as he please. asked me that, please. Oh Jesus. I, music playing again. Music playing I, again. We got, we got to fix your monitor so you can hear it. <laughs> Um, but I, I will think, say this, yeah. the Bradshaw boys, the Bradshaw boys do a very good job by accident of weaving in our technical, our technical mistakes. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, you will remember an episode about five, six episodes ago when we just left in a three minute conversation between me and Kevin of him trying to fix his headphones. And wow. that was all constructed to show how authentic we are. What That's I want you to do is, is one of these times when I don't even know it's happening. I just want you to play me a, sound, a soundtrack to one of my dumb monologues. <laughs> we need to do that. I actually think that Carrie represents this part of uh, females as well. Her relationship with Big is... <laughs> I just played, you, I just played you a Take Me Out to the Ball Game theme when oh, you did that. Man. Thank you. You're welcome. Wait, so what? hold on. We were, we were on, we were on a good point about, uh, uh, of nice guys. What is sexy. nice means. Yeah. What nice means. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that in this episode, I didn't even think about this, but like that, um, while you're seeing the skipper stuff, you're, you have this other kind of nice guy that is pursuing Carrie that ends up giving her a thousand dollars. But like that guy's nice, but he's kind of got this like smoldering Italian European, thing going that is very unskipper 
And like, it's mm. kind of juxtaposed because that's happening while Skipper's talking Dude, they about did Miranda. Some, they did some hard Petrovsky foreshadowing of that guy. Oh, they did some real hard Petrovsky Just foreshadowing move, right move there. to Paris with me and be alone. Yeah. Let me touch Wait, was your, he your bootay. He's, he was French, but still. He, he was did, French, he that's did, right. He did, ask her to move, he did ask her to move to Paris, which... Yeah, that's running, true. Running that's... Team, I think he's the first... He's one of three guys who asks her to move to Paris in the show. That's wow. that's a trivia question I don't think a lot of people would get right. Who are the three yeah. guys that asked yeah. Carrie to move to Paris? Yeah, not a lot of yeah, people Petrovsky, would remember. Big and heel. Did Big ever ask her? Um, oh. I, mean, I got I got the no-no eyes from Katie. It looks like there's only two guys that ever asked her to go to Paris. Yeah, I don't think that Big asked fight. her. I think Big, just, yeah. I think Big just said, I'm going to Paris. I'm going, going um, back, this is, back to, sorry, to Paris, <laughs> Paris. Um, this is a, this is a really, this is a really interesting one because, um, uh, because I feel like we're like getting, <laughs> we're getting like information, very valuable information, but we're giving it out. It's not just for us, but it says, do you typically date nice guys? If not, why? And the main response the most popular response was simply people, and this is not them clicking, this is them writing it back. We got tons of, uh, they don't exude sexual confidence. Oh. And it's funny because I find it hard to be, I don't know what that, I don't know how to do that besides you be yourself and like not not be like Skipper being like, I like I like um Captain Crunch. But it's There's funny a- that, there's another one in that thing that says pick me boys pick me yeah it's like hey pick me yeah that's true yeah yeah. but it's like it is funny that confidence comes from like like you can't put you can't put into words like what cool and what confidence is because it is like very intangible and even if you did learn it it wouldn't be like a quick fix it's like learning to be yourself and then being okay with whatever and so it seems like all that is really well written in Skipper in that it's like, dude, just like, and we've talked about this, that we're like, we, that he probably grew out of it and then is like in a good relationship and rich now. And it's like, if we saw him again, we'd be like, holy <clears throat> shit, Skipper's like a man. So th- yeah. this character is written to be a boy who it's like, right. fine. If you like dressed a little different, like if you did like a makeover and were a little more comfortable with yourself, everyone would think you're like the sexiest guy. But see, I think um, the, the problem that you run into this like line of thinking, because I do agree is that if, if like, if those boy figures hear this, then they start acting like what they think, mm. uh, a, a, like a, the opposite of a nice guy is. And then you just get like negging assholes who are like trying to peacock and like be dicks for the sake of being dicks when they're really just nice guys acting like wolves. You know what I mean? Mm, I, I agree like, with you, but I don't think that's what you should get from what I just said. Because what I just said is you should be comfortable no, in who I you say are, that, and that, that includes like, rejection. No, you run the you run the risk of like a guy reading this. Like if I were in high school and I read this and I was like, oh man, like women don't like nice guys, then I need to be not nice. And right. and then you're starting and I think that's why like People like uh, we talked about the pickup artist and that fake pickup artist that we were reading yeah, a yeah. little bit ago. Like yeah, that's yeah. why those people exist, and that's why people probably like read their shit and are like, "Oh, this is who I should be." Because yeah. if I don't, if I if I am a skipper, naturally I have to be opposite of skipper, which is wearing a Dr. Seuss cat in the hat hat and telling a girl that she her arms are big or something like that. <laughs> You talk. You, wait, you like, talking what, about pe- peacock and Negan? Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. peacock and Negan. Well, like, like, peacock and Negan, bro. I want to know. I would like to know if there are any, um, like, very good, not pickup artists, but like guy coaches that can explain how to be more attractive to women. Yeah, I know. I, like, I, don't I, know, I know one. His name's, no, his name's motherfucking Hitch. That's I was exactly say that's, Hitch. Yeah. that's Hitch right there. Oh, yeah, man. because I will like Hitch. I mean, the things in Hitch are not, they don't, they're not negative. They're not, yeah. you know, they're, I think. Dude, if it, they did, if they did a special episode of Hitch where he was working with Skipper, oh man, take all of my money. 
Will Smith, Ben Weber. You guys we make already that know happen. Ben Weber. We just Take. need to get in contact with Will Smith. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine how sick Wait. that would be? We have half the why equation. Why don't we do it? Dude, why don't why don't next time we have Ben Weber on, we we do a we full pitch, on hitch. We pitch a full on. Whoa. We pitch hitch. What does Carrie say to Skipper? I mean, she kind of just gets dressed and is like, oh, this guy's lost the she plot. She goes and washes her hands. Yeah, she washes her hand. That is that is awesome though that he doesn't shower. He just like wants to smell like Miranda. Well, he he talks it's about like, he he's 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 coding his Mad Magazine website and he's just like smelling his fingers. Oh. His fingers. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, man. he he. I think awesome. Carrie Carrie has his. I think she puts his hand on her her hand on his leg to kind of comfort him, and then when he says smell like Miranda, she kind of like takes it off and is like, yeah. Gross. What are what are our three pieces of advice to Skipper right now? Um, I would say one is just like, relax, just like, yo, relax and play it cool. Like, I know that you're super into her, but like, don't just step back a little bit, you know, like it's so hard to play it cool. It's so hard to play it cool. The last girl that I liked, I didn't play it cool with. And I knew as I was doing it, what'd you do? I don't want to talk about it. No, talk about it. I... It's so funny when I actually get embarrassed because usually because I feel it in my it, I feel it from the inside. That's so like interesting because I know what you're <laughs> you want to fuck yourself like an animal. Um, <laughs> no, I like I, I get that, though, because you, but you're not an embarrassable person that much. Yeah, so it's like that's a why I, thing. Thing. It's, I, I like this because I could see I could see Kevin kind of starting to step back and I want to hear what, like how do you not play? Okay, yeah, go for this it. This is the good advice. I tried to play it cool, but I couldn't because uh, I told you guys about the girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, we <clears> went <throat> on a, we went on a date. She messaged me from Hinge mm-hmm. and commented on my myriad of jean jackets, which I was already <laughs> like, that's awesome. Cause I have like three different ones in pictures. On she's profile. like, I'd like to know more about all these denim jackets you have. <laughs> Are you sponsored by like, And I was like, dude, I am in the pocket right now. I am so... <laughs> fucking primed to be able to talk about this subject um (laughs) we went on a first awesome date walked around new york it was like very like hung out in a park made out conversations flowing the whole time on the first date made out in a park yeah look at that she left you a thousand dollars and that was the end of it and that was the end you were like then you called me and john and got us room service and Mm -hmm. we talked about camille paglia yeah, totally. I was like, what? She had some power over me. But uh yeah. but no, then it was like uh didn't like checked in a few days later, and then it was hard mm-hmm. to lock down the second date. So I was like, oh, it's but it weren't went really well. Locked in the second date. Second date was even better. And then in longer, mm. it was like nine hours long. Great. Ended with what, what a was second date. Can I can I ask what second, second date, date was? We went to Cold Spring. We went upstate for a day mm. and just oh, yeah. drove, drove around. And then, and then it was and then it was just like texted a few days later to check in. Got a response, but it was like busy. And then, and then I was like, we talked for a little bit. Then texted again like two days later, and I was like, I'm losing it. But it's not my fault because you can't help. But then the final thing, I was like, I literally was just like the plane's going down. I was like, I just need to not feel a knot in my stomach. So I just texted her and I was just like, gave like a hard question on plans. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to be busy like tomorrow. Sorry, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, <laughs> I just texted her. Uh, no, I, I got that response. Then I just, I just called her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 really? I just called Wait. her and it and it and it, went, and it went to her voicemail. And oh. so I <laughs> Dude, speaking of swingers. Like, yeah, the plane's going down. So I sent her a text and then I just drove it right into the side of and them. Then I like, just, I, yeah. the the plane's going down. I grabbed I grabbed the, the freaking handlebars of the plane. I opened the black box and I shot it with a gun three times. I lit I just, myself like, I on fire. It. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, it was me, three requests in a row to like hang out that were like, not like, they were like, and I was just like, I can't, I was like, I can't take this anymore. I honestly don't, I don't want another week. 
mm. of like figuring out the correct way to ask. And I was just like, whatever. And then I just texted her. I was like, hey, I just called. Uh, like I called to like see where you were at. And then no response. And I was like, oh, it's over. And then the next morning I woke up and she was like, you were a wonderful gentleman. I had a wonderful time. I'm not interested in a third date. And I was like, eh, see? Dude, drop well, her. But, drop well, her as her. I called, as I called, she's either going to answer and be like, how are you? Or just be like, oh, gosh, this guy's calling me. And I was like, but I don't know. That was like the last time I felt like a skipper. Well, Dude, drop I, her a picture of your new jean jacket and just be like, got a fourth. Want to talk about it and see what happens? That's true. Yeah, I know. Do that. I know, even though she's totally just been like, she's absolutely just been like, I would not like a third date. It was great to meet you. I'm like, I feel like I, I feel like I can get this back somehow. <laughs> I mean, that's the heart of a champion right there. That's so yeah, much. Show, that show up early to her friend's <laughs> poker night and tell her that you'll wait outside. And then, you know, when she, when you walk by, she'll, she'll. I'm just exuding sexual confidence. There's 23 <laughs> girls on her Instagram that said, this is what women want. <laughs> no, I will not respond to her again. Don't, don't worry, listeners or Corey and John. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be encouraging you very hard to reach out one, one last time. Dude, she listened I, to the podcast and she liked the podcast, but I was also like, I, Oh, she probably heard one of your hot takes and is like, no, this that was no. She went on a second date after that. Okay. She was just like, she was probably just like, sounds like he masturbates a lot. <laughs> 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 sounds like uh, this, this character masturbates a lot, Kevin. <laughs> uh, uh, but I do feel like in if if we can keep on this train for just a second, I when it was happening, I didn't feel like you were skippering super hard. I uh, was like, oh, you're, and I could tell. I was like, oh, you're excited about this person. Like you, like it, yeah, it was you. You were actually excited about it. And there are sometimes where I'm like, I mean, I will say, I'm not trying to like needle you, but like I think it is more your personality to be like like look i just you got to get answers all right you got to investigate yeah. this you got to step up and do it and um but i don't know if you could have done anything differently i mean it sounds no. like you did you did a you planned good dates you know no well that's i think that's like what was interesting about watching this episode is is being like once you're aware of it's, it's like Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights when he's doing mm. the interview, he's just like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. And it's like, you don't, you don't, you, you feel completely, nor or it's like playing the game mafia is what I feel like sometimes mm. that's like, is like, you're completely normal. You're living your life and then you like a person and then, and you're like, just be yourself. And then if you aren't in a perfect place or you mm -hmm. don't get the exact response, you're like, who is myself and what do I do? And what's this person mm -hmm. thinking? And, mm -hmm. and then, and then you get all kinds of stuff that you, depending on what friend you talk to and knowing yourself, it's just like, just go for it, man. Girls so you, love you that. Think, you think if Skipper could just like literally get out of his own head and you're just like, take a step out of your head. Don't think about how you relate to Miranda right now. And just think about like your next website that you're developing that would be like the good first step for him. Cause you think like, just like him being like him ping ponging around inside of his own head is causing him to overthink it and come off as like desperate is like, is like one of the major problems he's having. Yeah. And desperation comes from being like, I think self self involved and that's mm. not necessarily attractive. It's like, I'm confident in myself and like, I hope this person feels the same about me. I hope Miranda does. And there's, there are certain things that you can do, but at the end, it's like, it's the stress of like caring if another person is going to desire you and accept you and care for you in the way that you do for mm -hmm. them. And I, so I feel <clears throat> like you definitely can learn that or be better or worse at it. But I feel like it's almost like a longer journey that you can't specifically say. Like that's why I think we, when we think about Skipper, we think about him learning those lessons and then looking at younger him and being like, I wonder where he's at now. Because I mm -hmm. feel like usually you can't learn those, you can't learn those in relationships unless you have like that hard conversation sitting on like the edge of your bed, where Katie maybe early on was just like you can't like, I really like you and you can't ask me all these questions or whatever. I'm not saying you and mm -hmm. Katie had that, but like, 
those happen in relationships, but then yeah. it's still, it's not fixed through the conversation. It's probably a deeper thing. Yeah. When you're in the relationship, that's like, Oh, I'm afraid she's cheating. Or like, I want to talk to this person because my job's not going well. And they said that they can't talk to me about that all the time. Cause it's like, it's too early in the, re- or all those little things, but it's ultimately mm-hmm. based on you wanting this other mm-hmm. person to <clears throat> care for you. Right? Yeah. And um, yeah. So uh, that's where I think I Skipper's the- at. I'd love to switch switch gears slightly and talk about um, Amelita being Euro trash. I know we talked about that it, uh, yeah. ahead of time. Oh, yeah. And luckily, Carrie leans in for a, a one-to-one with the camera and mentions that most people think Amelita is Euro trash. Our, our listeners didn't feel the same way about Amelita, though. Yeah, they right? were like, she was like, most people thought she was Euro trash. I think the line was like, but she was actually fun. Mm-hmm. And our listeners thought that she was definitely fun and not Euro trash. And I yeah. would agree. What, I would agree. Like, what is the definition of Euro trash? Dude, I think Euro trash is like, I, I, I think she's too classy to be Euro trash. Mm. Euro trash to me is like, oh, uh, like a Norwegian woman that goes to, <laughs> who's like in her late fifties or not even late fifties in her sixties and wears like a black t-shirt that's all slitted up. And she wears like, leather pants and goes to like all night clubs in Berlin. Like that to me would be Euro trash. You're just like, Euro trash is a derogatory term for certain Europeans, particularly those perceived to be arrogant, affluent and expatriates in the United States. And it was coined by the U S it was, it was coined by a Greek writer, Taki Theradopakopoulos. Yeah. He invented Takis. Are you serious? All right, here we go. No, here's the, here's the urban dictionary. (laughs) Euro trash. A human subphylum characterized by its apparent affluence, worldliness, social effect, affectation, and addiction to fashion. Okay. Males are characterized f- by semi-slovenly appearance, including half-shaven faces, greasy hair, rib-hugging t-shirts, tight jeans, and loafers, loafers worn without socks. Women are easily distinguished by anorexia, overbleached hair, gaudy jewelry, plastic surgery, particularly breast enlargement, and their attachment to the male species. Both sexes greet each other with air kisses, immediately speak of their last trip, often to Paris, Rome, or, or Morocco, spend hours at seen and be seen restaurants, and exhibit a world weariness and painted pain sense of irony. Uh, by that definition, then she's 100%. Yeah, but I kind of, well, I feel Euro like for the guys. Awesome, though. Yeah, I want to be no, I, Euro say, I feel like for the guys, I mean, this would, I think this would make more sense for us, but Euro trash for the guys is guys that shop at Century 21 in manhattan rest in peace like where they would buy those like yeah i mean that's great you could do it it's not hard you got to get big sunglasses like big square ones that look like you just got your eyes checked out ever was but i i want to be euro trash I, i mean i guess by that definition she is but she also seems fun she doesn't i mean that's she seems like a she seems like a more genuine person though Corey, you sent a text while we were watching the episode. Can I read what your text says? Yes. I, I don't really remember what it is. You said, Amelita is Ghislaine Maxwell and Carrie is trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Amelita does have a Ghislaine vibe. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Ghislaine. I thought it was Ghislaine. I, I mean... I think it's it's Gil. I'm gonna look at how to pronounce Texas it. City. I, I don't know. I definitely Jiz- don't think it's Jizz Lane. I do think Jeffrey Epstein's street he lived on was Jizz Lane, <laughs> but I don't think. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Um, I guess it's French. Oh, it's G Lane. I think Jiz- you should call. I think it should be Jizz Lane for forever now. I think um, it should be Jizz I Avenue. I don't disagree. I actually don't disagree with you. I think. The I mean, end, there is there is a thing where it does seem like Amelie. Wait, say that again. Sorry, John. What? At the end, when the guy was playing grab ass with Carrie, like she was definitely trying to just bring Carrie around and and pimp her off to some of her Euro friends. It does kind of feel like she's like, this is my hot young New York friend. Actually, this is now making me see Amelita a little differently that she's like, and she was even like the guy that she was with at the beginning that Amelita was. She was like, he has a tidy penis, but he knows how to use it. And like, she is just kind of pimping herself. not pimping herself out, but yeah, pimping carry out. She also smokes that Cruella DeVille cigarette at that Dude, one point. Those things rip. Yeah, Dude, those things are awesome. I think I we smoker, I think I'm if definitely rocking the Cruella DeVille holder. I think sure. we should. Well, let's talk about Samantha's <laughs> Samantha's thing, because that goes into the entire Amelita thing with the thing. It's like 
I want to ask money. one question about. Oh, I guess this is this is like what you're getting into. So so sorry for my rude interruption. No, that's okay. I I was just going to say like there is something that it's like <laughs> if money is power and money is just one form of exchange. I don't know. It's just interesting to talk about this. Like what what is the word? It's the oldest profession in the world, being a prostitute. Everyone says that's the oldest profession in the world. Mm -hmm. This is, I, I guess, just we have some great responses to that. But like, what what do we think of this? Should Carrie be uh, insulted? Should she just like go for it and do this? I, just I think she know, could be confused. Like, how did the guy get the idea? Like that idea had to come from from Amalita. It I mean, had I had. Do you think it's supposed to be confused with rich guy thinking that he's like, like, well, I will show this girl a nice time in town, you know, like I know she's here. I give her, you know, I take her out to dinner and then uh, she's, you know, she, she gets to have room service with all this cash, but a thousand bucks is, is, you know, feels like prostitute vibes. But I, I, I mean, wonder I, if there's I think a thing where it's, that like, it's like what you're saying, like throw his money around and be like, Hey, do your deal. It's it's a little it's a little different when it's in your city. You're not on like vacation with this person. You're like I live ten blocks from here, and you just gave me a thousand bucks. Like that feels a little bit like prostitution. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just didn't make her come, and he was like, "Sorry, here's a thousand bucks because I couldn't get you off with my tiny penis." No, he didn't have the tiny penis. Yeah, well, I'm assuming birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't. I, I just like. So Carrie mentioned Amelita that she doesn't, she doesn't have money, and then Amelita calls her late at night to come hang out with someone, who then gives her money after sex. Like the easiest explanation for that is this guy's like, I really want to meet a woman, and Amelita's like, Oh, I know someone who like who is looking for money. Like if you like. She, you could probably take her out and and make sure to like give her some cash. Mm. And this guy, yeah, does this? Like, oh, okay, like yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that's where my mind goes. Is that like Amelita mentioned that to him, and he was like, "Oh, this is just like a high high class prostitute showgirl." Amelita's yeah. gonna call her, bring her here, well, introduce me. But I never thought about you. What you're saying, John, is kind of interesting because I never thought about the fact that Carrie's in bed and she's like, "I'm trying to kind of tighten the belt, you know, cut back a little bit." Yeah, Amelita drags yeah, her I out. I, like, I never thought about that. <clears throat> I actually find it to be very interesting now with like, and we even got this on on the Instagram, a lot of people talking about like sex work. And I think the discourse around sex work is definitely more, uh, more nuanced and there's more uh, opinions on the table than there would have been 20 years ago, I think. It'd be a lot mm -hmm. more like, you're either a prostitute, a stripper, or like Chris Chris Rock's like whole joke that's just like you have one job as a father to keep your daughter off the pole like that's yeah. his whole joke and I think now there there is that and so it's like if this episode was happening now I think it would very clearly be about you know OnlyFans or having like you know basically a lot of people that have like Cash App or Venmo in their thing and like send out nudes there's like mm -hmm. a market for that. It's interesting um, that Carrie like never uh, like interacts or writes a column about sex work in in the series that I can remember mm -hmm. off the top of my head. Wait, it's, what was her column in this one? What was the question? Um, I think about power and love. Power. And I don't write. Yeah. I don't write. The, I don't write down the questions anymore. I just watch the episode like everyone else and just kind of yeah. float away and enjoy it like she did. Hey, speaking of yeah, floating away, right? Sorry, I cut I you mean, off, John, because you were going for that same thing that I just cut you off with. I'm sorry. You're forgiven. The, Thank you. This episode, by the way, was directed by uh, the same woman who directed the pilot and another episode, um, Susan Seidelman. So it's interesting because mm -hmm. this one had so many like different like in-your-face camera things going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Carrie walked Do into the sky at one point, too. Also, the... Uh she did this like tracking, not tracking shot, but it was like this, the slow one shot it's, around it's when they're playing poker. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And it was like, there was, it could have gone on for, for like, they very easily could have made it like a full thing, but it's like just the first 
30 seconds of it is so like elegantly cinematically done that you're like they're playing poker then they like shoot over as they're each talking it's like very beautiful camera work who's well, they also they also do the uh the zoom in pull back thing on carry at one point which is uh it's like the dolly zoom trick it, 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 they oh, do yeah. it in goodfellas they do it in jaws mm-hmm. it's like a classic like yeah it's like the camera is getting closer, but you see the back pulling back and it makes you yeah. feel like, oh, what the heck is happening? There's like a bunch of that in this one. Um, who's the best poker player out of the four women and why? I feel like it's got to be Samantha because she she's aggressive. And I like I would go between Samantha and Miranda, but I feel like Miranda Samantha gets cleaned out in the, in the episode. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like Samantha is aggressive and unhinged enough to take more risks in poker. Ah, uh, interesting. I feel like Charlotte is the one who would win and be like, oh my gosh, how'd I do that? And like end up like taking everyone's money in a couple runs, yeah. but she doesn't really understand what she's doing. Um, can we go through these responses of the Amelita thing? Because yeah. I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot from the ladies. There's like hey, here, the, f- yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I found a, sorry, we were just talking about the episode stuff. Um, Darren Starr wrote this, but another interesting fact is the story was written by Gingy Cohan. She created the show Weeds and Orange is the New Black. So she did the whole story for this episode. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like a very successful person. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Dude, it'd be crazy to look at all the people that wrote and like all the shows they've created now. Because dude... Uh, yeah, totally. Sorry. The I have another spider phrase. web. What was the spider web? Just the spider web of, of people oh. that got their start on this show. <laughs> I was like, I never um, saw the spider web. What was that? Yeah. Kiss of the Spider oh, Woman was written oh, by. Oh, TBS show. Yeah. Hey, what restaurant did Balzac remind you of? Um, I don't know. New York City restaurant. Balthazar. It was supposed to be Balthazar. I was going to say oh, that. Okay. It feels so oh, much like man. Balthazar. It feels like an uncool version of Balthazar, though. It wasn't uh, that. It was Balthazar is much cooler than that. My uh, first of all, Balthazar has like some of the fucking best croissants you'll ever have. They're mm-hmm. insane. They're flaky yeah, their bakery's incredible. Hell. They're super flaky, but they're super doughy. They're the best croissant I've ever had. Um, yeah. And they also you've been to Paris. Yeah, yeah couple times and there's some pretty good croissants over there too they know what they're doing i'm euro trash yeah, i just you are got euro rid of trash. my i just got rid of my french accent um all right these are the this these are the wide variety of responses we have from would you rather be carrie or amelita Ooh. first of all do you guys have the hmm. uh do, do you guys want to guess what the percentages are there are over a thousand votes uh, I would say, I, I think, Ooh, that's I tough. Think 72% says they'd rather be Carrie. I think, um, I think it's 60% says they want to be Carrie. 65% Carrie, 35%. Wow. Yeah, almost wow. Right, between, yeah, right, um, in almost like a, right between the two of us. Look at that, yeah. John. She has some serious issues when you strip the act. That's, uh, Amelita. Uh, someone said neither. <laughs> and there was a lot of people that said neither. Um, this one's interesting. Looks fade. Amelita is fun now, but where will she be in 10 to 15 years? Wow. That's true. If she's, if she, Amelita she needs will to have do- like one of those um, big pieces of tin foil that like is angled like this that she holds mm-hmm. up when she tans like out on like a in South hotel. Beach. Yeah, down in South Beach or like outside of a French yeah. hotel. Yeah. I also think people like that though, like even if you're not developing skills, like she'll have so many contacts, she'll be able to like dip in and just be like, no, work in the artwork. <laughs> like those people like that, like are hustlers too. Like or she not, be might not be making money now. If she flips a switch purpose. and needs to make money, she's she has contacts, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um been burnt by so many genuine men. Might as well try this the other way. Someone said. Ooh. <laughs> Um, amazing lifestyle. Amelita, she knew what she was about and made no excuses for it. And then someone says Carrie because Carrie is free. That's pretty deep. Mm. Ooh, that is interesting. Um, Carrie is a judgmental bitch over Amelita. She's the queen (laughs) and she's getting hers. Then the next person said Carrie's more grounded. And then someone said, this is my favorite one. 
fun is good, but it's also exhausting to be fun all the time. Huh? That's yeah, that's true. That, that's, that's like true. literally my past 10 years of living in New York. <laughs> fun is good, but I'm fucking tired. That's, that's why you made that phone. That's why you made that phone call. Finally, you're like, listen, I've been fun for two dates. What's the deal here? What's the What's deal? The deal? <laughs> cool. We're done with this. Thanks. I, cool. can, I can rest up now. On to the next. On to the next. Wow. Um, this was a great episode. I, there's a lot of good discussion. Thank you so much for, for listening, for joining <laughs> us on this ride. Season one, Super episode packed. five. Super um, packed. Yeah. If, if you all want to hear the, uh, as Corey mentioned, the even episodes, episodes two, four, six, eight, ten, you know, even numbers, you can find mm-hmm. those on our Patreon. Five dollars unlocks all of the even episodes uh, that we're going to be talking about leading up to. The so new if you want to hear, also if you our secret also, Patreon is where you can find episode six, secret sex, mm. secret sex. Also, on our Patreon. If you, if you want to hear the first time that we discuss this episode, check the show notes. We'll put a link to the first time we ever watched the power of female sex. It's in the show oh, notes yeah. wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, the music's going right now, John. <laughs> thank you right, thank for you tuning so into the Bradshaw Boys. And as we always say, let's do it all at once together, guys. One, two, Three later taters. taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at SeltzerKings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at the Bradshaw Boys or on their website at TheBradshawBoys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.